welcome back to the Inspired Engineer Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Greg. This is the podcast where we turn you into all the things that engineers are not. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram, which I'm not doing any of right now, but it's Inspired Engineer or Inspired.Engineer or something like that. Maybe I should uh, tighten that up a little bit. But today... Today is a super exciting day, day seven. I am going 75 days, posting a uh, short clip on the show every single day. And today, day seven, the end of the first week, what really excites me about today is I have a big meeting today at three o'clock where I will be pitching to the CEO of a big company with a bunch of venture-backed firm, a product that I have been building. This is uh, a pretty, pretty sweet opportunity for me, and uh, I kind of just wanted to talk about that a little bit and the mindset behind doing that and how you go about doing it, because let's face it, if you are just a, I mean, I'm, I'm traditionally a software person, right? So even though, you know, most of my engineering references are coming from the software world, the skill set that it takes to pitch a product to an executive level person is a different skill set than what you need to do to pitch to your boss or to an engineering team or even to an all hands engineering meeting. Right? All of the this is such a difference out of your comfort zone for sure. It's out of my comfort zone. And the strategy it's just a different strategy. And, uh, you know, the first thing that uh, this is the end of the week, and, and I think tomorrow I'm going to go back and I haven't even listened. I literally have not listened to any of the shows that I've posted. I, I, I literally just take it, import it into the media editor and just hit export. I don't edit it. I don't listen. I don't do anything. I just uh, wrap it up and forget about it. So, uh, after, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go through and listen to all of them and, and think about it, make some improvements. But what I think is cool here is that at the end of the week, I'm kind of wrapping up with something that's actually pertinent to what I've been talking about. And that's the idea that uh, to be really successful, to move to the next stage or outside, like if you just don't want, oh, 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 that one I might have to edit. My audio, my headphones don't really uh, work on the microphone. If you, what was I saying? If you want to be more than just a code monkey or just an engineering person, you have to learn skills outside of engineering. And this is a great, great example. So for two, let's see, six weeks, I've been building a prototype. But now when I go to pitch for... Uh, for executives, right? First of all, like I only have 30 minutes and th this this is going to, th th there's no amount of, like 30 minutes is not enough to explain the technical details of, uh, of what I've done. And furthermore, they don't fucking care. These C-level executives do not care about the implementation details of the product I've built. And it's super, super important. Like, I think as engineers, it's all really easy for us to fall into a trap where 
uh, we start talking about things that we think people around us value, right? That's that's basically what all humans are doing. But when you're uh, presenting to a group of engineers, right, um, they value technical competence. You Everybody knows that in a room of technical people, the way to... Uh, the easiest way to garner respect, right, is to show your technical competence. It turns into like a dick measuring contest of sort where people just want, you know, you want to outsmart the other person. You want to show that you know everything. You want to know that you can build whatever you want. You can use all the technologies, et cetera, et cetera. None of that is important when you leave the engineering world. In fact, it will turn people off. And I actually do want to go back to when you're, you know, you can you can earn respect through technical competence. Um, having uh, having skill set outside technical may get you respect, right? It's another way to gain respect inside engineering circles, but it'll also gain you mistrust and some jealousy and some resentment. So it's also a little dangerous, right? You don't necessarily want to use those skills to an engineering audience. But when you leave the engineering audience and you have a C-level audience, C, right, an executive level, then uh, you can't you can't play to an engineering audience. So the first thing today uh, is that I'm not going to talk about any of the implementation details. I'm not going to talk about any of the platforms that I use. I'm not going to talk about any of the code that I wrote, about any of the optimizations that I built. And I'm definitely not going to talk about any of the special problems that are near and dear to my heart that you know you can tell the story to your engineering friend and they all, and you guys can have a chuckle about it because, oh, I chased this one thing was really tough to solve and it turned out to be some configuration file that, that uh, none of those stories matter today, right? Today is all about getting on the level of the audience. So how do I do that? I'm gonna first talk about the uh, the value, right? The the value that this product can bring the company from a business perspective, and from a level that the same level that they are on. So you have to kind of remove yourself and put yourself in the shoes of your audience and understand how they are seeing the product and explain it in terms that they will understand. So none of the acronyms, none of the technology stack, none of that thing. Only the value and the uh, improvement to the business that you think your product can bring. Right. So that's the first thing. The uh, the the value the value proposition. Right. The the thing that I think that that my software can do for them. It needs to be abstracted. There, there's kind of two two things, right? There's uh, one is the specific use case that this was built for that's relevant to their business. Okay, that one's obvious. And uh, that one, like they know about that and you can kind of like, I will kind of skim over those details because they pretty much know what that's all about. The second piece is, can this be abstracted to bring value in a greater way to your businesses or your business or your other businesses or to individuals or any other like customer segments that this, uh, this product can bring value to? 
And thinking from that perspective, I think that's that's actually pretty unique from an engineering point of view. I think that most C-level people are going to expect engineers to uh, to bring bring a a solution. They're going to expect them to describe the features, and then they're going to ask them what to do next. I think that's like the very typical like I'm an engineer and here's what I built and like what else would you like? Uh, because engineers are used to being given the problem and then we solve it. Um, I don't think that people are used to engineers proposing problems to solve and they're especially not used to engineers proposing problems to solve that are grounded in business needs. Right, I think that's like a pretty big distinction. Sometimes engineer, sometimes like I want to propose a problem to solve because I think it's cool. Uh, but there's no, there's no like business value behind solving it. But I just want to solve it because I think it's cool, cool to, cool to build that. Um, and you have to make sure that these these proposals are coming from a place uh, that makes that makes business business sense. Uh, let's see, I have a little bit, little bit written here. Um, yeah, I mean, what I had written was mostly what I talked about. So I think the big thing here is, uh, number one, you know, just in how today's going to go, I'm, I'm super excited to see what happens, but I think like doing some major prep preparation work and making sure that I'm coming at it from the right angle instead of just trying to like I could spend all day today just trying to mash up as many features as I want as I could to make it look really cool when I demo it to them but that really uh, <laughs> that's so engineer um, I think like the day is better spent doing strategy and thinking about the angle at which uh, I'm going to bring this to them and uh, yeah, that that's work. That's real work. Um, despite what many engineers might not think, because there is no tangible output. So just to wrap up, I mean, to wrap up this week, also, like I think I think it's actually really cool that um, I kind of started started doing these short segments, and. The idea of where this is going has been evolving in my head over the past week. I think if you know anybody who listens to all seven of these is going to find some kind of common theme, which is to uh, you know inspire engineers to be great at things other than engineering, and to uh, to change the mindset to un of engineers to understand how important. It is that uh, you become good at those things and really to like instill a sense of power, which is like if you can do both, if you can be the business person and the people person and the strategy person and then go home and build a prototype, like you are unstoppable. You are this person that like there's no more uh people telling like relegating engineers to their role and then taking all of the business sense and doing it on the side like it's sometimes it's really easy to push engineers aside because they don't understand the value of other 
of other skills, of, of leadership, of management, of speaking, of strategy, uh, marketing. All of these things are not, right? You, um, as an engineer, you are taught that those things are not tangible and that's kind of bullshit. And the real work happens on the engineering floor. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not true. And today, right, the reason why I think this is cool is because today is just a great example. Um, I, you know, I've been working on this thing and then, you know, the real, none of the work that I did the last six weeks on this project matters if I can't pitch it and if I can't convince somebody that it's valuable. And uh, that's really the key that you need, that you need to take away from this is that uh, all the engineering stuff is cool. People will pay you, but to really be your own person, to be your own employer, to be, uh, to really grow past the point where people are just telling you what to build and you don't really get a say to really grow past that. You need to grow your soft skills. And that's what the show is all about. So, uh, thanks for listening. Find me on Instagram at the inspired engineer. I'm going to keep going, whatever, 75 minus seven, 68. Wow. Numbers crunch. 68 more days um, before, I'm sure I'll keep this going, but um, before, you know, maybe the format will change, maybe won't. But uh, until tomorrow, uh, take it easy and thanks for tuning in. Bye bye.